hello and welcome to the Monday Movies Podcast. Hello, everybody. Mm. Hello. hello. Hi, how Whoa. are you? Who are you? Uh, Duncan, I'm the star of... No, not oh, you. Sorry. The other voice. Uh, I'm Toby. What? What? Yep. I, think, I think, Toby, actually what you mean is this. Hello, mate. It's me, obviously. That's actually what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, me, obviously. It's <laughs> me, obviously, in your rock star voice there. <laughs> uh, that, uh, that did make me laugh. Not as much as uh, this one, though. Hello, Luke. It's uh, Toby Stubbs here, obviously. Uh, oh, can you even hear that? Yeah. Yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> I like the fact you say obviously at the end. It's nice. It's like, it's like a little catchphrase. I couldn't hear anything, man. I don't know what you were listening to. Uh, Sorry. It was Toby saying, hello, it's Toby Stubbs. Oh, obviously. okay. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. It was Excellent. very funny. Made me laugh. Good. good. That's what we want. We want a, a laughing yeah. Luke. A laugh. A laughing Luke. Luke Davis. Luke. Yes. <laughs> a laughing Luke. Uh, anyway, we've got a show to do. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Shall we get on with it? Uh, let's yeah, let's. Toby? It's Toby. It's Monday evening. Let's start the show. Thank you, Georgina. Georgina. There you go, Luke. They're looking for female astronauts. I knew you were going to say You're listening to Wickham Sound. <laughs> online, on Radio Player, and on 106.6 FM. At last, a job opportunity you're at least 50% qualified. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound, 106.6 FM. Uh, yeah, a very good evening. It's Monday Movies here on Wickham Sound, 106.6 FM. This is Duncan Strip. I'm joined by uh, Luke Davis and Hi. Toby Stubbs, which means... Yay! <laughs> yes! The boys are back in town. We're a full house. Good full evening, house. Toby. Good evening. Welcome back after your you. enforced sabbatical. Thank you. How Thank are you, you feeling? Yeah, could be better. Could be better, but um, we won't. We won't get into that. But that's uh, no, not. We're not doctors. Yeah. No. <laughs> but um, you know, still obviously happy and healthy and. Good because you you weren't you didn't have COVID but your your parents and your sister did test positive. Yes, yes, yeah. All so, fully all fully recovered. All well, all fully recovered. My mum's still not one hundred percent actually. Um, so she's, you know, she is she's much better than she was, but she's still not one hundred percent. So I'm still looking after her. But yeah, it was um, you know we all had to isolate. So oh, okay, yeah. Well. I'm glad everyone's on the mend. That's good. Yeah. And it's very good to have you back because for the last two weeks, it's just been me and Toby. I mean, me and Luke. Hey. It's, it's, it's not been great, has it, Luke? Uh, it's been great. I've enjoyed it. Have you? <laughs> no, I'm joking. We've missed you, Toby. I've said yeah. that every oh, week. It's not been the same without you. Uh, we've got to say thank good you. evening or actually good morning to Galen Christie, uh, who's listening to us in Arizona. Wouldn't it be the afternoon Ooh. now? I oh, mean, no. uh, just about morning, I think. Anyway, uh, good morning to Galen. And he sent us a little video earlier today of him listening to the podcast in That's his car beautiful. as he drove through the sun-drenched streets of Arizona. Oh, uh, it's, uh, it's just gone 12 o'clock, so actually afternoon. No, it's afternoon. So, okay. So, hi to Galen. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for the Thank lovely you. video of the weather. Yeah, <laughs> really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, because it's a bit nippy here. It's cold and it is snowing. It's snowing. It's yeah. snowing. Yeah. Mm. When was the last time it snowed in Arizona? Huh? Do you think it's ever snowed in Arizona? Is that a song, Toby? If not, you should use that as a lyric. Yeah, you know. there's, there's there's a title for snowed yeah. in Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, don't right. sing it like that. Sing it properly. <laughs> no. But uh, oh, uh, on the show this evening, 
Um, um, oh, can we just say hello to Maddie as well? She's hello, Maddie. Little, hello, she's, Maddie. She's feeling a little bit left out and just sent me a message saying she is very swiftly forgotten. Well, <laughs> no, never, Maddie. You'd never sorry, forgotten. No, Maddie. Uh, if you if you got anything you've seen this week, just just hop on. We we can have you in. Yeah. And don't forget, if we don't like what you're saying, Luke will just mute you, like he did last <laughs> week. Um, I did not. <laughs> coming up on the show uh, this week, we'll take uh, we'll have a, a top ten uh, streaming and DVD chart. We'll have Colin has been talking to Jamie East about things to look forward to cinematically and streaming wise uh, in 2021, and we've got reviews of Malcolm and Marie, uh, Greenland, episode five of One Division, and if we get time, also Bliss and It's a Sin. So a packed show. Lots going on. Lots going on. Also, some special guests. Ooh. Really? Yeah, we've got a couple of people from the Handforth Paris Council. Uh, hopefully, they won't be any trouble. No authority here, oh. Jackie Weaver. <laughs> no authority <laughs> at all. Okay, and, anything <laughs> else? Oh. Read the standing orders. Read them and understand them. <laughs> no, there should, there should be no problem at all with... Uh, it's those, my favourite <laughs> story of this year so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, I love it. It's fabulous, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. I take really charge. Read the standing <laughs> orders. Read them and understand them. Read them and understand them. It's so funny. And if it's brilliant, isn't it? If you've watched the whole 20-minute video, there's a 20-minute video. Well, I, I, didn't realize it was, I know. Oh, no, the, uh, the whole thing is three hours, I think. The yeah. whole meeting wow. the one that's made the one that went viral is kind of three or four about six minutes yeah. and then there's a 20 minute edited version of it all and there's it's so many questions there, there's lo- there's lots of different ver- there's a director's cut there's lots of stuff but there's so many <laughs> questions i have after watching it about virtually everybody in the right, okay. um, in the video well, but of course jackie weaver podcast we should get jackie weaver on yeah oh, although she's, she's, she's the least she is the least interesting. There's a couple more that I really want to know more about that haven't been right. on anything. But Jackie Weaver has become a star. Uh, she has. It's my so, favourite yeah. story of this year so far. It's brilliant. Wait, and it's not even this year. Because no, the, it was Karen, the end of last it, year. It happened in December. And it's, for some reason, it just went viral this week. So, well, because yeah, a 17-year-old um, who, was a, who's a, who wants to do... Um, wants to be a politician and things like that and a counsellor was looking at all these meetings for some like sort of you know to find out what happens in these meetings um, mm. they're all on zoom now and they're all recorded um mm. so he he watched it and then found this clip and then and then shared it online and it went viral you have no authority here jackie <laughs> no authority at all i take charge read the standing orders read them and understand them <laughs> i mean oh, it's great. and the other I thing that's that funny yeah, i take charge <laughs> and yes, no authority. It is quite funny, but if you watch the long version, he's a, a real bully and That's not right. a nice person. So we're laughing yeah. about it, but it's yeah. quite it's it's there's a lot of online bullying going on there, and it's not um, very nice. But I like the fact that Jackie Weaver is probably the only thing that's trended all day long that hasn't been COVID, Trump, depressing news related, yeah. probably for about mm. a year. And it must be very confusing for the Oscar-winning Australian actress, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> Jackie Weaver. Who yeah. probably woke up the other morning and thought, oh, what's happening? Have I been nominated oh, for a Golden Globe? <laughs> no, I haven't. No, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Ah, anyway, um, yeah, it's very good, but enough of that. Um, yeah. Colin joins us now. He's been talking to Jamie East, uh, the broadcaster and journalist, uh, to discuss what we can look forward to seeing online and on cinema screens, fingers crossed, 
in 2021. I'm not really known, especially with films. I think Bond is, has been delayed about three times now. Personally, I can't even see it coming out in October, but, you know, that's that's just me. I think they should just shove it straight onto... Uh, Onto, onto VOD, it's something that's um, um, that, that's proved to work. You know, I don't know if you were one of the one of the millions that watched uh, Soul on Christmas Day, Pixar's big film that came out on Disney Plus on Christmas Day, but that did the equivalent of about 180 million dollars that weekend. Wonder Woman eighty four uh, was put straight onto Sky, uh, and that's done incredible business as well. So I think, um, whilst it's not certainly not something the cinema industry are happy about, behaviours change somewhat, particularly around around films. And, you know, which is why there's so much investment going on into into creating cinema and, and TV, specifically for, for homes. You know, talking about Sky's investment in originals, they've announced today that they've doubled down. This is this is their, their, their biggest ever year for original content. They've got 30 brand new, huge kind of blockbuster films coming out, 30 new documentaries. And that's on top of all the stuff that we we kind of. We've, we've come to come to expect from Sky. So it's in rude health, really, and, and it's one of the few industries that has, you know, apart from, I guess, Zoom, there's one of the few industries that, that's that's thriving in the pandemic, although there's obviously been been some uh, kind of hiccups along the way in terms of actually being able to shoot, shoot everything safely. Because, I mean, even before the pandemic, you kind of got the sense that the way people, you know, take in film is, is changing in some of the ways that you've mentioned and perhaps not necessarily going to the cinema quite as much, but beginning films in other ways. Yeah, I mean, look, as technology is advanced, you know, it's, it's it's sometimes very difficult to explain to to I don't know a family that 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 might not have you know the money to you know a, a, a trip for a family of five to a cinema with a you know with 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 a pizza or even just a bag of popcorn can can sometimes be you know nearing a hundred quid depending on whereabouts you live so and as technology has increased you know people at home it's not unusual for for households to have you know a decent 4k tv with a you know half decent speakers and, and a skybox you know and and the, the viewing experience is e- easily rivals uh, cinema to me you know i'm 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 more happy sat on my sofa watching a film than i am in a cinema that's for sure for ver- for very social reasons you know people are just rude <laughs> they don't throw food in your own home. Well, perhaps they do. No, exactly. Well, yeah, you've not seen my kids. <laughs> so what can we look forward to in 2021? Because that's what people want to know. They want to know, they want to get a recommendation. And, you know, this new study showing that over 70% say that they, they watch something because they've heard about it on the radio. So we're on the radio. Uh, let, let's, what, what, can we, what can we look forward to uh, soon and perhaps in the, a bit further future as well? Well, I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, radio is a fantastic way of, of, of getting recommendations because we don't generally trust uh, recommendations that we read or, or that we re- see in adverts we just think it's advertising but recommendations that come from a friend or, or one of your peers or someone you respect or someone like yourself you know recommending something that you watched last night goes a long way so I mean goodness me where do I start uh, in, in terms of documentaries there's a there's a whole raft of amazing documentaries coming out this year there's Steve Backshaw who's uh, done a documentary called Shark which is coming out in a couple of months time which just looks absolutely stunning uh, you know, if you're into your nature documentaries, you, you'll be, you know, you'll be very, very happy with that. It just looks incredible. And his kind of infectious enthusiasm for deadly, for deadly sharks uh, is, is, is really entertaining to watch. There's if you're into your true crime, you know, I don't know anybody that isn't into true crime. Um, we've got um, we've got one about the history of the the uh, the Bamba murders, you know, the famous Bamba murders, which is called the Bamba's murder at the farm. That's coming out this summer, which contains a, a kind of plethora of unseen archive footage. 
um, coming up next year, actually, it's not for a while yet, but there's, there's a, an amazing documentary about Chernobyl that's coming off the back of uh, the brilliant Sky Atlantic uh, drama from a couple of years ago. Um, if you're into your box sets, if you're into your, your kind of your, your, your spooky kind of dramas, then I can recommend, thoroughly recommend the, the Midwich Cuckoos, which is coming out, which is the adaptation of John Wyndham's uh, sci-fi novel, which is made by David Farr, who did The Night Manager. Uh, what else have we got? Let's talk about some, some, some films. We started off with that. So Sky have invested so much in original cinema. They have done for a couple of years now, but really ramping that up. And coming up this winter, we've got Matt Haig, the best-selling author of, uh, of How to Reasons to Stay Alive. His first children's novel, uh, A Boy Called Christmas, has been adapted, uh, which tells the origin story of Father Christmas. As we as we speak right now, Samantha Morton and Tom Felton from Harry Potter are over the other side of London filming something called Save the Cinema, which is a kind of, um, which is a Brit flick about a woman called Liz, a true story about a woman called Liz who petitioned to save her local cinema from de- being demolished. There's tons of stuff. It's, it's, it's incredible. If you want some dystopian sci-fi drama, we've got one called Intergalactic that's coming up, which... I mean, you know, where where do you start? What do you like? What 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 floats your boat? Well, it's interesting you say that because I was recently you mentioned about the true crime uh, things, and recently watched the um, uh, the Pembrokeshire murders. Well, that was very good. Yeah, uh, really enjoyed that sort of thing and, and sort of edge of the seat thriller type stuff. And there's 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 a real kind of trend I think, isn't there, for people to recommend things that, and then you watch them and then you think, oh, that's not not great. And you find people say, oh, did you watch the the Real Housewives of Australia or, or whatever it is? And they, oh, I'm really into that. And it's, <laughs> Don't think that's but it just shows. It just shows. You know, it's different strokes for different folks, isn't it? And and I'm I'm a I'm a firm believer in in taking a punt and taking a risk and and, and kind of pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Because I think if you know if if I was if I was if I didn't do that, I'd just sit watching Game of Thrones all day every day. So every now and then, you have to kind of push yourself and 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 try. You know, I, I'm a big reality TV fan as well. I love my quality dramas and my box sets and my, my Sopranos and The Third Day and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I would happily uh, I would happily sit down and watch uh, Below Deck or or you know <laughs> or, or Selling Sunsets or something like that. We need every now and then. You can't eat fillet steak every day. You know, we all like a McDonald's every now and then, despite what we think. Because I think there's a real tendency, isn't there? You look down the listings, especially for TV, and you see what's coming up, and, and you see something called Jeff, and you think, well, that can't be very interesting. It's only called Jeff. And then, then you start watching <laughs> it, and you think, oh, I'm really into this. Uh, Jeff's great. And then you say to your friends, oh, have you watched Jeff? And they go, no, I didn't watch it because it was called Jeff, and I was really dull. But that's, but that's exactly what I mean. It's, you know, it's, it's about, you know, if there's one thing we've all got, it's time. You know what? Are you, what's half an hour of our lives at the moment to sit down and, and take a punt on something? And there is so much stuff coming up. You know, I mean, look at what came up last year. I hate Susie. The third day, Gangs of London, The Undoing. You know, The Undoing was was something that was it was barely advertised, but just gripped the nation. You know, we all wanted to know what happened. Even people that, that had never really watched that kind of drama before. So we never know, and that's the beauty of TV. It takes you places that are completely unexpected. And that's the, you know that's set to continue throughout 2021. Whether it's you know the the, the history of Alan McGee or whether it's uh, you know Eddie Izzard uh, dramas with Judy Dench that are coming up uh, as well in March called Six Minutes to Midnight. There's tons of stuff. There's no excuses. <laughs> 
<laughs> I must apologise if there is a TV series called Jeff in it. I, 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 might, have, I might have undersold it. I tell you it. what, I was, I was listening to that thinking, <laughs> I don't know what this is, but if, if, if you're recommending it, I'm down for it. So go, go and watch if, Jeff. If the, boss is at, if the boss is at Sky listening, commission it. I'll star in it. You write it. How's that? <laughs> it's just called Jeff currently, but, but it, it's, the, it's the way it's going nowhere that people are like, I think. That will really hook people in. And of course, obviously, often people are guided by the fact that you've got the awards season, and that's a good sort of bar, isn't it, for, for things to be recommended. You think, oh, if that's nominated for loads of awards, we'll go and see that. But I guess this year, uh, that might be a bit different too. Well, it is. It's different because the award season is this this year cannot rely on the on the big uh, Hollywood blockbusters or the big biopics that that traditionally the campaign uh, that campaign all throughout the year. They've they've been shunted and moved along now. But what that has done is is highlighted some movies and stuff that that wouldn't necessarily have got the had a light shone on them in the way that they have one of the biggest film hits of the year is a, is a, a film called host which was a horror film uh, filmed solely on zoom which is a which is something that we can all relate to and was was devised written produced shot edited all throughout the pandemic and became one of the biggest hits of the year you can go and get that on, on video on demand right now it's fantastic and and it thoroughly deserves the accolades that I think it's going to get. So whilst it's been dreadful for Hollywood blockbusters, you know, at least finally for for this brief window of time, some more independent and 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 smaller films are are getting are getting a bit of attention. It really is a great message, isn't it? That despite the fact that cinemas aren't actually open, that there are still some great films to be found and and enjoyed. Yeah, because you know, nothing nothing forces people to be creative more than restrictions and boredom. It's very difficult when you're given all of the tools and, you know, it's, we, we, we have it ourselves at home when we sit down and turn on the skybox and, and it's like, I've got no idea what to watch. I, there's all this choice. There's too much choice. That's the same for when, when you need to be creative as well. And sometimes the limitations that something like the pandemic's forced upon writers and screenwriters and directors um, has, has, has made them turn their attentions and, and focus uh, on, on, doing, on, on telling stories. And sometimes that gets lost. And there's something really nice as well about discovering something and then knowing that there's going to be another season of it, like, like Jeff, for example. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. You left us on a cliffhanger with season one. <laughs> season two is going to be all there. But no, you're absolutely right. And the one thing I'm waiting for, the one thing I'm clinging on to, aside from Glastonbury coming back, is the, is the season three of Succession. You know, it's just, it's, it, that's, 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 my, uh, that's my, my utopia. <laughs> so is, uh, that sort of answers my next question. But what, what's your kind of top recommendations in terms of TV and also of, of film for this year? Well... I mean, Succession season three, you know, hasn't hasn't finished filming yet, or I'm not even sure if it started back on production yet. So that's some way away. There's a couple of things I want to recommend. Uh, there's a documentary, Bruno versus Tyson, which takes us back to that uh, incredible kind of event uh, in the '80s, where you know, good old Frank had a, had his. D- d- had a, had a good stab at uh, becoming becoming uh, the world heavyweight champion, um, but it was a story that it was a story that we didn't really um, that we didn't really know much about back then because because video on demand wasn't around and 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 so that looks absolutely fantastic there is a uh, sci-fi drama series called intergalactic which looks absolutely brilliant as well and a great documentary from steve backshaw called shark which just looks absolutely stunning so you know some something for everybody and it's really nice, isn't it, that it gets people talking. I heard somebody speaking the other day about a great Michael Jordan documentary they've seen, and it's, it's sort of a, the behind-the-scenes stuff that, that, that really people can, can kind of get into. Yeah, exactly, and it's, it's, taking us, it's taking us behind 
um, big stories that we know about. And there's one called Liverpool Narcos that's coming up as well, uh, which which shows the the kind of devastation that the, the, the sometimes the glamorous and exotic world of Pablo Escobar that we've seen in other Narcos uh, titled things. Um, it, it shows us what it actually does to to a city like Liverpool, for instance. And it's pretty, you know, it's pretty extreme. So where can people find out more about what we've been talking about? Dead easy. If you've got Sky Q, what you need to do is just hold up your Sky remote, press the button on the side and say uh, Sky Unmissable or failing that, just search for Now TV or go to Sky.com. Bit of an advert for Sky, I feel that was. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. I don't know where you were doing that from, some bunker somewhere. And thank you to Colin. But Colin, don't go getting ideas above your station just because we let you on here. You have no authority here, Jamie. No. <laughs> no authority at all. Exactly. No authority at all. Uh, that was Jamie East talking to Colin Besley about what you can look forward to uh, basically on Sky for the next 12 months. <laughs> uh, we'll take a look at what's uh, in the top 10 of the streaming and DVD chart in a couple Love of music, love talk, love Wickham sound. Okay. Well, welcome back. It's uh, Monday Movies <laughs> on Wickham Sound, 106.6 FM. Duncan Strip, Luke and Toby here with you until 8 o'clock when Mr Q will be here with his country music show. Should we have a top 10? Yes, please, yes. Duncan. Well, could you do it for me, please? No, oh, thank okay. you. Uh, this week's number ten, Jojo Rabbit. Taika Waititi's uh, comedy drama set in the Second World War, uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, if you haven't seen it, see it now. I think it's in the chart because it's on special offer on most streaming platforms. You can rent it for like what, two or three pounds. So uh, go watch it because it's brilliant. Uh, this week's number nine, The Doorman. Uh, not seen. It's a straight-to-DVD release starring Ruby Rose, who I think plays... Is it Batwoman that she played on TV? Or Batgirl? Something like that. She plays yeah. someone in one of the DC series. And Jean Reno, it's a straight-to-DVD action film. Not seen it, but judging by the poster, it's not going to be great. Uh, Duncan, I have a mm. question for you. Tell me what okay. you think about me. Um, Jean Reno, what's he been in? He looks really familiar. Uh, he was famously in um, Leon. That was no. his big. That was his big break. He was in Ronin with uh, Robert De Niro. He's been in lots of stuff. Hmm. He's he a French man. Well, I get, thank you. I realise that. I, he looks familiar. I feel like I've seen him in something. You probably have. Yeah. We'll find something. I, shall, I will investigate. Okay. Uh, this week's number eight, Jumanji, the next level, Toby. It's uh, not as good as the first one. However, it's still a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of laughs, a lot of action, uh, great cast. Um, it is a thoroughly good watch, but as I say, not not as good as the first one. He's in Pink Panther. Uh, yes, he probably was in the Pink Panther, yeah. yes. Yeah, so where you know him from? Yeah, oh, of all the things he'd want to be remembered for, <laughs> I doubt that he was in the Da Vinci Code as well. He was the police chief in the Da Vinci Code. Oh, uh, he's been in lots of things. Uh, I agree with Toby, by the way, on um, Jumanji. Good, good, uh, but not as good as the first one. This week's number seven: uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, the last Marvel film in the cinemas. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did really like this. Um, again, I didn't think it was good as the first one. Um, the, yes, the first Spider-Man in, in this uh, series, I guess you would call it. Um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland have both great chemistry together. Um, it is uh, a good film. It's a good watch. But as I say, I'd 
preferred the first one, um, Homecoming, to this one. After three, Duncan? Oh, yeah, go on then. One, two, three. You're wrong. Wrong. <laughs> uh, yes, you're wrong. This is much more entertaining than the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. But it's uh, all right. You've, you've, you've not been well, Toby. Your faculties aren't quite with you, so we'll, we'll, we'll let you off this time. Uh, this week's number six, Tenant. Or backwards. Tenant. Thank you. And you still can't say it properly. Tenant. I do it purely just to wind you up. Indeed, and I raise, yeah. rise to the bait every time. And every time, yeah. Toby, Good. tenant. Uh, oh, this week's number sorry. five. Sorry, am I... Okay, sorry. Um, so the only film I saw in the... Well, one of the only films I saw in the cinema last year um, stars uh, John David Washington, or is it the other way around? No, it is. That's his name, isn't it? Uh, yes. That is his name, yes. Sorry. Yeah, and um, All About Time Inversion, it's Christopher Nolan's latest film. Um, I did really enjoy it. I thought the action scenes were great. The storyline was quite complicated. You really do have to concentrate the whole time. Um, but as I say, I did enjoy it. I think I liked it more uh, than I did because it was just great to be back in the cinema again um, during the pandemic. And uh, hopefully, you know, it was going to be a start of, of cinema to come back. But unfortunately, that was not the case. Overall, uh, yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed this film. Um, and yeah. Good. Good. I enjoyed it. Didn't love it. We'll watch it again this weekend, I think. Because oh. mm. mm. I, I uh, want to watch Wonder Woman um, 1984, but it's still £15 to rent, even after four weeks. So I'm waiting until that goes down to £5. Because <laughs> I'm Good. tight. Yeah. You are. Uh, this week's number five, The Witches. A remake of the Roald Dahl classic, which uh, was filmed before in the 1980s. Still not seen it. Stars Anne Hathaway and Stanley Tucci. Um, it doesn't look that different from the first one. Uh, this week's at number four, The New Mutants. Um, a Who film cares? about five, uh, sorry, six young kind of X-Men that looks like it was going to be um, a kind of, um, what do you call it when they introduce Reboot. people? No. Introduction. Origin story. Ah. Uh, for these new characters, and they were probably supposed to go on and have a whole film series, but it's so badly done, and the characters are so uninteresting, we will never see another version of this. And, so Disney, brought it, and Disney brought them, so... Goodbye to the new mutants. Uh, this week's at number three, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Uh, I presume this has got back into the chart, because it must be on offer across the streaming platforms, and the trailer for the new Godzilla vs. Kong movie <coughs> was released last week as well, so that probably got people interested. This is another film that has a fantastic trailer uh but the actual film isn't that good mm. uh mm. this week's number two it's the greatest showman this is me yes it is <laughs> yes yeah. uh, um it, it's well, brilliant yeah it's great yeah toby you still hasn't seen it you know. greatest i still show. haven't seen it no you must be one of the only people in the uk if not the world that hasn't seen yeah. it you and Probably. my mum yeah the two people who haven't seen it <laughs> Are you Probably. not tempted? Yeah, no, I will. I will watch it definitely at some point. It was even on the BBC at the weekend, I believe. Was it? Was it? Probably, it's probably on the. I think it was on something. I feel like, and that might be wrong. But maybe uh, not. I'll have a look round and uh, <laughs> dive in. 
I'll have a look around, see if I can find it. Is it in Woolworths, Iceland? It uh, holds the record for the film that's been in the DVD chart in the UK longer than any other in history. And I think it was the same with the album chart as well, wasn't it? I I think it's been 108 weeks, I think it's been in the charts, which is just ridiculous. And it was it was pretty much the same like that with the, the album chart as well. Yeah, it just wouldn't yeah. budge, would it? It would not go away. And it's funny. I always remember uh, Mark Commode reviewed this. It's one of the few films where Mark Commode, a famed film critic, changed his opinion of a film. Because when he first reviewed it, when it first came out, his review said it wasn't very good and there wasn't a memorable tune in the whole film. Wow. He admits now that he may have got that slightly wrong. Was he having a bad day? Obviously, yes. <laughs> Yeah. It's a great film. I love it. Hmm. It's the greatest. It's the, it is the greatest show. The greatest show, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one. Uh, and this week's number one is... Drumroll, please. Nice. Uh, Bill and Ted face the music. Uh, third film in the series, which we weren't expecting to get. Um, it's good fun. It doesn't make any sense. It's daft. It's silly. But it's very funny. And it's just the kind of film we need. In these trying times. Exactly. Yes. What do you think will be the next thing to knock it off? Um, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's keeping Wonder Woman off. It's keeping yeah. Tenet off. So there's nothing much out. There's nothing much to knock it off at the moment. So, no, not really. That's true. I mean, the big release last week was St. Maud. And that didn't even make it into the top ten. So wow, wow okay. yeah, <laughs> it's going to be there for a while, I think. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, and that is the official chart for this week. You're okay. Welcome. Let's have some reviews, shall we? Mm, uh, yes. We'll start with the new film. So um, Netflix have announced, as they did a few weeks ago, that there's going to be a, a big budget or big, not necessarily budget, but a big new film, one a week every week for the next two years, I think they promised. Uh, next week, we can look forward to Tom Hanks in Paul Greengrass's Western News of the World. So that's what we'll be reviewing News next week. World. News of the World. World. Uh, this week, it was Malcolm and Marie, uh, written and directed by Sam Levinson, who is the uh, son of Barry Levinson, famous film director, for, um, mostly active in the late 90s, early 2000s. This one stars John David Washington and Zendaya, and that's it. There are only two people in the cast. He plays Malcolm, she plays Marie. No surprise there. He's a film director who's just had a premiere of his new movie come out. Uh, He arrives home with his girlfriend, Marie, um, and they're waiting for the reviews of the film. Uh, the first review comes in and it's kind of, it's a good review, but makes some points that he doesn't like. And also there's some tension because in all the people that he thanked when he did a speech introducing the film, he forgot to thank his girlfriend, Marie, <gasps> which causes Never some that. friction. Uh, so what you have is filmed in black and white for some reason. Uh, what you have is two people in one location talking, arguing, and um, getting airing their dirty laundry in public, basically. Uh, I'm going to go first, Toby. You've seen yes. this, haven't you? I'm going to go yeah, first. You, you go first. You go first. Two good things. The acting is very good. The pair of them are fantastic. And the cinematography is great. The black and white uh, cinematography is absolutely fantastic. Everything else about the film... I hated with a passion. It's about two very entitled people, uh, obviously who've got money to, to burn, complaining about things that aren't worth complaining about, moaning about their lives when there's nothing to really complain about. And I found them tiresome, loathsome, self-indulgent, 
I hated this with a passion. Over to you, Toby Stubbs. Wow. Uh, okay. I was not expecting that. Um, yeah. Could we just? I was going to say the cinematography is amazing. I think it might be uh, in black and white due to the simplicity of of the film. You know, it's one location. Mm-hmm. It's two characters. Um, but overall, yeah, I agree with you. The acting was incredible. I uh, I actually like this. I thought it was really. I, I, maybe I, I agree with you as well about the, what you think about the characters. But I liked how it unravelled their relationship, and you found out literally they're both their backgrounds as the film went on. Um, I thought, you know, I laughed in some bits when he was like looking for his wallet. Um, I found that funny. Um, but I mean, overall, I. I liked it, but I think definitely if this was on a at a theatre, if this was a stage production, which it definitely should be, um, I would definitely go and see it, and I'd probably prefer it more. There you go. A difference of opinion, Mr. Davis. That's a first for how many weeks? Long time. Me and quite a long time. have been on the same page for quite some yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, you know, you I mean, can't always I... be both on the same team. <laughs> uh, 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 no. I mean, whether but, I just wasn't in the mood for it, I just found their problems. Um, I just, I just found it so self-indulgent. I couldn't. I couldn't. No, I, it. I do. I mean, I can completely understand where you're coming from. Um, and it's funny. I really. It's kind of like Boys in the Band. It's you know these these films on paper when they're in one location. It's all talking. That really just doesn't. You know that I wouldn't think I, I'd enjoy that at all. But I really. I don't know. I did it. I really enjoyed it. And also, I saw the trailer before. Now I don't know whether. If I hadn't seen the trailer, I wouldn't have been in the mood or... Uh, but because I saw the trailer and I, I had a kind of idea that it was going to be all in one location, a bit slow, blah, 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 I kind of, I don't know, braced myself for it, but uh, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't the fact that it was just two people talking. You know, Boys in the Band I really liked because they seemed mm. like real people who had real issues and real problems. I thought these two people's problems were very superficial and very, oh, I just, I, I found them entitled and obnoxious and insufferable, really. Mm. Wow. I'm a big fan, then. I have enough of that talking to Luke Davis, so... The the thing is, I wouldn't say it's realistic. I wouldn't... I don't think a couple would ever argue about what they argued about in this, you know, in one evening after that show, you know. No, and and, and no one argues like that. No, No, exactly. Language like that. Exactly. And monologue after monologue after monologue. Yeah, I mean, it was very... If if someone had said to me it was a stage play and Mm. they filmed it, I may have been slightly more um, kinder to it because Mm. you'd think, okay, well, that was written for the stage and they filmed it, so that's fine. But because this was written for film... I think it should have been. It should have sounded more realistic, and you know, because people mm. do not argue in monologues. No, when no, me, they don't. When me and my other half, other half argue over a you know a plate of chips or something, we don't do it in monologues. <laughs> no, that's because Clinton's always right. Obviously, because you're always wrong. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> yeah, yes, you're never right. Very true. Very true. <laughs> yeah. um, sorry, Toby, you were going to add something. Um, I can't remember now. Um, okay. Oh yeah, I was just just it would I you know I definitely if there's a stage production I'd definitely go and watch it and yeah it's just you know it's not realistic I, you know as you said a couple wouldn't argue like they did but um, no. I think because I went into it like oh this is one location it's two actors I'm probably going to get bored it's probably going to be very slow and I I don't know I actually got into it so okay well, that's surprised myself. Means- 
yeah. Malcolm and Marie, it is available to stream now from Netflix. I prefer your title for it last week, if I'm honest. What was that? Donnie and Marie. Donnie and Marie. Yeah, that would have been more interesting if it had been Donnie and Marie, yeah. Right, Luke, ask the question. Out of ten, gentlemen. Three. Seven. Oh, oh wow. What a That's difference a, yeah. of opinion. That is yeah. a big difference That's of opinion. That's a big mm. difference Three of opinion. Three and seven. Yeah. Uh, let's crazy. move to... I was going to say let's move to TV, but it's not, because that was streaming and this is streaming. Disney Plus, uh, WandaVision, uh, Season 1, Episode 5 aired last Friday. Uh, Mr. Davis, walk us through the episode. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, what happened? No. Uh, so it was it was basically um, all about the t- the twins uh, in in the in the TV. I should say it's about in the series. It's about Wonder and Vision's twins um, who have the ability to grow up as quickly as they want to, and um, it's Vision starting to realize that he has no idea what's going on and he can't remember his life before this you know him and wandam being married he can't remember any of that uh, so that's what's happening in the in the story the twins um have uh, have a dog um something happens to the dog won't say what um and then wanda has to tell them that you know just because something's died i can't bring it back because the twins know that she has powers um which is is well you could tell by her face that she was ten- telling a lie because she brought back vision from the dead um so it's 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 an excellent episode again they it's getting better each week um outside of that um uh, again they they start the you know trying to work out how this all ha- happened um monica rambo is is learning that um wanda is isn't changing your outfits and making them into a new outfit she's using what you take in and making it into it so she came out her costume from the 70s i think of uh, it was was made out of bulletproof stuff that she was wearing when she went in um so they're working a way of how to get in uh, and then the big the big point of the episode um was they send in a drone uh, monica uses it to chat to wanda um but then her boss uh, who's going to probably be a villain or is just an idiot, uh, then tries to fire a missile at Wanda. Uh, Wanda is slightly annoyed by it, uh, so comes out uh, of the, the mystic portal and uh, throws the drone at them and says, stay away, basically, um, and then points all their guns at Mr. Bossman and goes back in. Which uh, Magento does in one of the excellent films. Yes, yeah. She does exactly the same um, as he does, yeah. And a spoiler, uh, the spoiler klaxon has been sounded for WandaVision uh, Season 1, Episode 5, because at the end, what happens, Luke? Well, Vision confronts Wanda, basically saying, you know, I have no idea what's going on. I know you're doing this. What are you doing? The doorbell rings. Ding and, dong. Uh, the door opens. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and who is stood there but a character that they had been mentioning throughout the episode. Her brother, Pietro, uh, had been mentioned throughout of it, and he is standing there in the doorway. Her brother is back, but it's not Aaron Taylor-Johnson. It's Evan Peters from the X-Men films. Dum, dum, dum. Very good, yes. Um, <laughs> I built it up enough. Was that good? Yes, you did. Well yeah. done. Um, 
Because you say Pietro, because in the X Men films he's not. He's just called Peter. He's not Pietro at all. No. Well, he's um, called. He's called. Because, but that's the reason why is because Marvel, when Pietro was in um, the Avenger films, they weren't allowed to call him Quicksilver because they didn't have the rights to call him Quicksilver. In what? In Avengers, because that's his oh, Marvel okay. character, but they didn't right. have the rights to it because okay. uh, Fox did. Well, we don't, we don't want to dwell too much on it because we don't want to spoil it. I mean, I had a problem with who was at the door and why, because it's mixing these two, you know, which which makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, the interesting thing is she looks confused, so obviously exactly. this, is, this isn't somebody that she's brought there, like she's controlling the whole of the world that they're no. in. So obviously this is someone else has sent this person in or it's somebody who's already there. I don't know, but it, it's, very, it's very interesting. The thing that I'm... Um, is interesting for me about the series is it's been, sorry I didn't, I didn't know what to say the thing that's quite interesting is now that you're out now that we're outside of the world and yeah. we're in the real world it looks like a very ordinary tv series do you know what i mean yeah 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 and it doesn't look quite so interesting it's funny because the trailer for winter soldier uh what's it called uh, the uh, falcon uh, and the winter soldier with, yeah uh, and when you look at that compared to the first four episodes of uh, WandaVision, you think, oh, it's, it's just an ordinary TV series. It doesn't look that interesting. And the more time it spends outside of the um, t- fake TV world, the more it's just, oh, it's just another Marvel TV series. I completely disagree with you. I mean, it's um, still interesting. I'm I was st- still enjoying it, but... Um, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think they've done, for their first ever proper marvel series i think they've done a really good job and you know they are going to bring in i reckon they're going to bring in a lot of the x-men characters because a they can do and they said they were going to anyway because the fact they the rumors are that we're going to have all three uh spider-man spider-men spider-mans spider-men uh together yeah um and you know this wonder wandavision goes straight into doctor strange uh which is called doctor strange in the multiverse of madness so i I reckon we're going to see um a lot of people together and there's a big, there's apparently still a big character and a big actor still to make an appearance in One Division as well. Mm. Mm. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I just find it's too, it's it's so geeky, and you have to be. No, I, mean, I disagree with you because Amy is what? absolutely loving it, and she right. is not a single bit geeky. She's coming up with theories. She's loving it, and she's not geeky at all, or or has watched any of the films. So I disagree with you, Duncan Strip. But if you haven't watched any of the films, how would you know about any of the characters at all? How does it work if you haven't watched any of it? I don't understand. But then you wouldn't be watching it, would you? But But Amy's watched a couple. You said she is. You just said she hasn't watched any films. Well, she's watched a couple, so she's watched the Endgame stuff. Yeah, okay. But she lives with you. (laughs) What are you trying to say? (laughs) She's, by osmosis, she uh, she knows about Marvel because she lives with you. Yeah, but not to the details that I do. But for the general viewer, I just think it's just, you know... I mean, you, But then they need... would they be watching it? I think you have to like Marvel to watch this. It's not something that you would just put on, I don't think. Like, I wouldn't no, put on, I like, know, Line of the Pony or anything like that. No, I know, and that's why it's narrowing their fa- narrowing the audience, and that's what is 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 good and what is bad about it. Because yes, mm. it's playing to their fan base, but it's playing to a narrower and narrower fan base. And the films that do well, the Marvel films that do best, are the ones that are the broadest, and the ones that are more geeky and you know that are more niche are the ones that don't do well box office wise and don't sell well as well on DVD. Where so its strength then, is its that? weakness for me. 
Oh, Endgame is 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 one of the big ones for everybody. Yeah. And then stuff like Ant Man doesn't do particularly well. It doesn't do as well. Yeah. Okay. We'll agree to disagree. But their box office proves that. that you know, there there are certain oh, yeah. ones that only the Marvel geeks want to watch. You know, I've got a friend who watch has watched the Marvel has watched the Iron Man and watched the Avengers ones, and he goes, "I'm not interested in stuff like Ant Man and Doctor Strange. Those don't, don't care about those." <clears throat> so I think its strength is its weakness. I'm still enjoying it. It's still good fun. Uh, it just better end well. I think it will. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I think there'd be idiots to end it badly. Well, you well, never know. Well, you true. never know. But no, it's still good. I don't know. Yeah. What is there? Nine episodes? Uh, there is five more to go. I think. Um, well, so it, it ends. It ends two weeks before. Uh, Falcon and uh, Thingy starts. So there's nine episodes in total, and what we're on? What episode are we on now? Five. Oh, it must. It must. That, that, yeah. That, well, that starts on the fifteenth of March, so that only yeah. leaves. You said it finishes. You said it finishes two weeks before that. One. That only uh, leaves three more weeks. One, two, three, four. You can go. There are, f- including this week, four episodes left. Oh, so there are nine episodes. So I was yeah, right, basically. Well, there's, well, there's meant to be a secret tenth one. Who knows? Oh, for God's sake. Just, <laughs> if there's ten episodes, just do ten episodes. For goodness Who sake. Uh, anyway, that's WandaVision. It's, uh, a new episode is dropped sometime after midnight every Friday. <laughs> Toby, yes. you're not watching it because you haven't got Disney+. Plus. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. You'd love it, you- Toby. You would find it... It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> you would find so it fantastic. It is, it, 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 it is good. I'm not... You know, I'm not gagging Ra- a bit for the episode. No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, whereas Servant on Apple Plus, again, they're doing an episode every Friday. I'm more looking forward to that on a Friday than I am to WandaVision at the moment. Each to their own is what I say. Each to their own, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, should we move on? Uh, yeah, if you want to. What do you want to move on to? Let's, should we go to Greenland? Okay, bye, everybody. <laughs> so, Greenland is the new disaster film uh, starring Gerard Butler that should have been in cinemas last year. Uh, mm. Then it was going to be in cinemas this year. And then they realised no one was going to get to a cinema, <laughs> at least not in this country this year. So, they've released it on Amazon Prime instead. So, it stars Gerard Butler as John Garrity. He is uh, a structural engineer who's working on a brand new building and he's also working on repairing his marriage uh, to his wife, Alison, played by Maureena Baccaran because that's falling apart and he's trying to get back together with her and his son. His son is obsessed with a meteor that is heading past Earth and it's going to come closer than any meteor has ever come before. Uh, and then one day he gets a government alert. I don't know if this is a real thing that they do in yeah. America. No, it is a real he thing. Gets and here a gov- as well. He gets a government alert uh, saying that him and his family should go to a safe point uh, to catch a plane, which is going to take them to safety because uh, they fear that the meteor is actually going to hit the earth. He's having a big party at his house when he gets this alert. Uh, and nobody else, none of his neighbours or friends have got it. So he has to escape from his house, uh, get in his car with his wife and kid, try and travel to the airbase where he's been told to go to get to safety, which proves uh, harder than you might think. Um, you, I forget which one of you seen it. Hello. I haven't. Oh, you haven't. So it, it's, it's Lou. Do you want to go first or should I tell you what I thought? Mm, uh, no, I'm interested to hear what you think. Because okay. I, yeah. 
I kind of knew what I was going to get because it's Gerard Butler. It's a disaster movie. Yeah. It's from the director of um, Angel Has Fallen. I thought, big, dumb, stupid. I'm not going to enjoy this at all. Strange thing is, and I don't know if this because it's a mid-budget film and not a big-budget film. It's only like $30, $35 million, uh, the budget of the film. It's not interested in the spectacle of the disaster movie part. It's interested in the family dynamic and their him trying to get away and Gerard Butler isn't a big you know diehard action man car. he doesn't turn into a superman to save his family he's just an ordinary working guy mm. trying to save his family and get across country to this airport base to save their lives and I thought it was um really surprisingly good Ooh. um I was uh I was thrilled by it I was um invested in in their story and in the characters and it was yeah way better than i thought it was going to be luke um i agree oh uh, uh, so, uh, <laughs> um so i saw clips of this about it was probably earlier in the week and i thought oh, i don't remember this film coming out you know this looks you know all right um and then you sent me a message going oh why don't we watch let's watch this film and um yeah i agree i i was expect you know you know what you're gonna get when you get you know oh there's a meteorite gonna hit the earth everyone run and so i was expecting one of those but again i completely agree with you it is more about him trying to get there and his family um and i think it's again one of those films that if it had come out in the cinema would have not done as well because it looks like uh everyone run for the hills is something gonna end the world um whereas i think uh, as it's come out on prime I think it's going to do better than it would have done in the cinema. Do you agree? Uh, I don't think it'd do better because it's obviously not going to make any money. Well, no, for them, but, but I, don't, um, I think it would have so... done terribly <coughs> on, on in the um, theaters because it's know, one of those films. But it's strange. Gerard Butler films do really well theatrically, which is very strange because usually Gerard Butler films aren't great. You can count on one hand the films that have been great, especially the action films that he's been doing. Uh, you know, Olympus has fallen. London has fallen. Were terrible. Which one was the first one of that? Olympus, which was the, oh, wi- the White House. Uh, then London has fallen, which was terrible. And Angel great. has fallen, which is really good. And this yeah. is from the same director. Uh, and yeah, this was just. I, I, I was emotionally involved with the characters, and I yeah. honestly wasn't expecting to be. It and was, I think it's it because good. they didn't focus on like going into like up into space and trying to blow it up or anything. It was focused about you know the family. Yeah, it wasn't aliens invading or something like that. It was basically, this meteor is going to hit us, that's it. Mm. There's nothing we can do about it, but we got to get out of the way. And yeah. it was, can they get out of the way? No one was going to stop the meteor. Uh, also, I think, because it was a small-budget film, they probably didn't have yeah. the money for the huge special effects. No, exactly. Stuff. So you do get a bit of bang for your buck towards the end. Mm. You do, uh, And I don't think that the effects are particularly great, and they probably would have looked worse on a big screen as well. Um, exactly. But, but as as a disaster movie with Gerard Butler goes, I think it's uh, <laughs> well worth recommending. Out of ten? Uh, do you know, a really solid eight. Oh, a wow. So, a so, I would, I'm going to agree with you, a solid eight. Mm. A, a, a very nice surprise. That. Yeah. No, it yeah. was a nice surprise. Because I went in with such low expectations. <laughs> sometimes, and sometimes that's better. You know, sometimes well, you go yeah. in with high expectations... And you let down. You go with low expectations, and Gerard Butler surprises you. There you go. What more well done, Gerard. Well, well done, Gerard. Well done. Yeah. Well done, you. <coughs> 
Right Excellent on. stuff. Uh, if you want to watch Greenland, it's available to stream for free on Amazon Prime right now. There we go. Well done. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> oh, no, we've got six more minutes to go. Sorry. Oh. Um, let's quickly mention It's a Sin. This is it's the new sin. Russell T. Davis uh, series <clears throat> on Channel 4 uh, on a Friday night at 9 o'clock, or you can stream all episodes now on all four it's about the lives of a group of gay young men in london in the 1980s at the height or at the start of the aids epidemic uh, and it's kind of what you'd expect from russell t davis he does tend to deal in stereotypes and um there are a lot of stereotype characters in this but he does write um very well sentimental scenes very well and he knows how to pluck the heartstrings uh, and also how think, to make you laugh so I there are big laughs writer. I think he's a good writer I don't yeah. think he's a very good writer no um, I think he's uh, he. I think he's very overrated as a writer but he's very good at what he does and this it, this isn't as good as Queer as Folk that he wrote almost 20 years, years ago, ago. Um, but it's still, it still, it will make you laugh and it will make you cry. Um, but the fact that so many of the characters are such s- stereotypical gay characters, stereotypical homophobic characters, um, just annoys me very slightly. And any reasons why? Because the, because you shouldn't write stereotypes. Oh, I see. Okay. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Be a little bit more inventive, yeah. A bit more light, a bit more light and shade. Oh, you know, nice. not every man is a, not every gay man is a screaming queen. Not right. every straight man in the nineteen eighties was a homophobe. Do you know no. what I mean? I see what you so, mean. Yes. Do you see what I mean? And I that's what, what I'm But I am enjoying it, and it has made me shed a tear once or twice already. Oh, wow, I mean that that is a good must be good. Well, yes, I mean it is quite. It is very manipulative. Put it that right, way. okay. It is very <laughs> he nice. gives with one and takes with the other. Well, he, uh, he knows how to wring a tear at the right point yeah. and he knows how to um, make you laugh at the right point. I mean, the, the standout is Ollie Alexander from uh, great, Years and it? Years, who is very, very good in what is... It's not the lead role, necessarily, because it's an ensemble no. piece, but he's probably the most I known saw... of the characters. I saw Ollie in something else and he was very good as well. Was it Top oh, of I the Pops? No. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a film called the. I think it was the Riot Club. Um, yeah. About a group of um, upper class schoolboys a few years ago. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, no. he was very good. Okay. Well, there we go. That's it. It's a sin. All all episodes available on all four now. Um, what else did we review today? One Division, which is available on Disney Plus. Yeah. Greenland is on Amazon Prime, and. Um, Malcolm and Marie, which is on Netflix. We've covered all of them. I like the fact that um, Pet Shop Boys and Years and Years, which is the band that Ollie's from, did a, ver- mm. did, uh, a song together called Dreamland, and mm. now uh, Years and Years have covered It's a Sin, which obviously have was they? Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. I didn't know they'd covered it. Yeah, they had. For the release of the uh, TV show. Oh, okay, because it's not been used in the TV show yet. Oh, really? That's interesting. Uh, as far no, as I remember... Asked. I was going to say, as far as I remember, I haven't heard it. Um, right, okay. Yeah, so unless they're saving it till either I've missed it or they're saving it to the last episode. I'm not yeah. sure. It was all right. Uh, it's good cover. Good. Well, no, they're, they're very good. He can sing, he can yeah. act, he can do everything. Look at that. He's, a, he's like Harry Styles for years and years. He's like Toby Stubbs for 12 Avenue. <laughs> exactly, yeah. 
He can sing, he can dance, he can act, he can do it all. It's a triple threat. Um, that's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, next week, uh, we have Tom Hanks starring in the new film from the uh, director of The Bourne Supremacy, uh, The Bourne Ultimatum and Flight 93. That's Paul Greengrass. His new film, uh, News of the World, is on Netflix from Friday. Why do you keep saying it like that? Is that a song? It's a song, yeah, and it's used... Okay. Yeah, it's a song. Okay. because the 80s, I think. I think. You, the jam, News of the World. If it's that yeah. one, you're singing it to the completely the wrong tune, as far as I can <laughs> tell. <laughs> I'm not a singer. Because I was thinking, I do know a song called News of the World, but it doesn't sound anything like... News of the World. No, it's not how it goes. No, we'll find it and play it. Hey, very week. quickly, quick question for yeah, you. Yeah, um, for the, for the pod In the podcast, should we talk yeah. about the trailers that came out in the Super Bowl? We can, yes. We can yeah, talk about okay. the trailers that came out in the Super Bowl. Um, thanks very much for listening. Mr oh. Q and his country show is up after the news at 8 o'clock. Toby and Luke, thank you. Thank, thank you, Duncan. And that was uh, Monday Movies for this week. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, it was. It was Monday movies for this it's week. Good yeah. to have with 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 added Toby Stubbs, which is always a good yeah. thing, isn't it? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Duncan. Sorry, we've just got someone else that wants to join in. Okay. Hang on a second. Yep. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> no authority at all. Access charge. Read the standing orders. Read them. We don't understand them. Don't understand them. Oh, it's great, isn't it? Marvelous. It's just brilliant. Oh, Oh, dear Lord. Yes. Anyway, thank you to the Handforth Parish Council for joining us <laughs> in the show. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Colin for interviewing Jamie East yeah. about Sky Q. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice little plug for them, isn't it? Nice plug for Sky. Are we being sponsored by Sky? Mm. Apparently so, That would so, be great. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, but we missed something. What did we miss? Uh, film news. It was the Super Bowl last night, which means we get all the big... Come on, you Jets! Big... Oh, they weren't playing. Uh, all the big trailers for the for the upcoming year came out. Or do we? N- well, no. no. <laughs> so for people yeah. who don't know, during the halftime break or during the many, many breaks many in the breaks. Super Bowl, uh, you get usually you get all the ads and trailers drop that you've not Star seen Wars, before. First Star yeah, Wars. For all yeah. the big films coming up during the year. But because nobody knows when anything's going to be released or if anything's going to be released... It was uh, a bit slim pickings, wasn't it? A little it? bit. It was a little bit Just slim little bit. pickings this, this year. Uh, there were a few movie trailers, but only short. They're like 30-second clips, most of them, uh, there, they? there are longer versions on YouTube. Oh, okay, right. So uh, just quickly, let's go through what there was. There was the new trailer for uh, Fast 9, Fast and Furious 9, The Fast and Furious 9, The fu- the F9. Pick your own title, uh, my, really. My, my other half came in and she went, why are they still doing these films? What is the point? Well, because they make billions of dollars. That is why yeah, exactly. they are making them. And they are good fun. Yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Since uh, it kind of got rebooted at number five when The Rock came on board, and they decided mm. not to be about, you know, car racing and um, drifting and stuff like that. They just thought we're going to be Bond films for Americans, and yep. they do. They do it very well. I think they're really good. Yeah, they they are a lot of fun. I have to yeah. agree. And this is a very brief trailer, but it just looks like more of the same. Yeah. Yeah. 
script writing's always a bit cheesy, but yeah. But then yeah. so Bond films. Let's be honest. Exactly. Yeah. Them. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. Then there was actually that was probably the biggest of the films. Film. Uh, yeah. You got the trailer for Raya and the Last Dragon, which is the new Disney animation from the creators of Frozen, In- which looks really and- good. And interestingly, going to be on Disney Premier, oh. which I think is a bit interesting because it says in theatres and available to purchase on on Premier, which I think is fine. I think if we were Do all you in mean the Disney same... Plus, yes, Disney Plus Premier, whatever it's just called, just called Disney so Plus. They're putting it on. No, it's going to be on their Premier one, like um, Thingy was. What's it called? Mulan. You have to pay for it, um, which is interesting because that's fine in America because theatres are open at some places mm. um, and you can watch it on premiere, but over here, no theaters are open. So a bit unfair that we're having to pay for it. If I'm, no, if I'm I didn't honest. know. I didn't know it said, I didn't know it was going to be paid for. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, wait, sorry. Unless they change it for over... No, 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 no. It's not Raya and the uh, last dragon. Last right. dragon. Oh, that looked quite um, good. actually. It does look really good. The animation looks outstanding, but it's, it's interesting that it's going to be, I mean, I know you would have to pay for it in the theaters, but, yeah, I thought it was going to be free on Disney Plus, but okay. Maybe right. it will be over here, but in America, I know you have to. It's going to be on Disney Plus Premier. Okay. Uh, right, old is the new film from M Night Shyamalan, Weird. which looks uh, interesting to say the least. Uh, Gail Garcia Banal and his family on holiday, presumably on a beach, and suddenly yeah. they just start to age for no apparent reason. Mm. So yeah, looks different. Yes. Doesn't it? Mad. It does. Mad and, uh, yeah, a little bit different. Uh, Nobody is the first big screen outing from Bob Odenkirk, uh, star of um, Better Call Saul, which, uh, again, looks kind of like John Wick. Yeah. Ordinary uh, man yeah. driven to distraction yeah. to just kill a load of people. So, yeah, it looks like John Wick. Um, I can confirm Ray and the Last Dragon mm. will start streaming on the 5th of March for an additional fee. Uh, what, here? Here, yeah, mm. um, I've got Disney Plus up in front of me. Okay, well, we're not. Pay- I'm not paying for it. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I'm not doing not it. Black Widow. I'm not paying for it. I'm not. Oh, oh, yes, I would Black Widow. I think. Yeah. But not for Rare uh, and the Last Dragon. Interestingly, this time they've not said when it's going to be available. <coughs> so if it was anything like Mulan, I think it was about two months later, wasn't it? Uh, it was. Yeah, it was only. It was. It was quite quickly afterwards. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they're not going to. Mm. Hmm. Well, maybe you know, they're yeah. not going to tell you it's going to be a month and a half or something like that, are they? No. Otherwise, um, <laughs> just nobody would bother. Just waited. To be yeah. honest, I think they would have made more money had they put Black Widow on premiere rather than uh, an animation. I'm, I've got to be honest. A lot of people saying we're expecting to hear that in the Super Bowl trailer. They were expecting a trailer for, uh, for it, and it never happened. For so I for Black Widow. Well, the Black Widow trailer has been out there for for quite some time now. Yeah, quite but they thought there trailer. was going to be one like this saying that it's going to be in theatres oh, and on okay. premiere. Uh, but they've got to release it soon, surely. Well, yeah, otherwise it's sort of holding everything up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so they've got to do them in order. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, coming to America, but we saw the trailer for that anyway the other week, but that's coming to uh, Amazon Prime for free uh, in next month. Yes. Which is very exciting, especially as it's directed by, from the director of um, Creed and Creed 2. So that's good. And then The yes. Falcon and, then... and The Winter Soldier. Now, have you only seen the 30-second version of this? Or the no, I've seen the two-and-a-half-minute version of yeah. it. Yeah, I think it looks great. They've, yeah, they've been describing good. this as 
uh, a Marvel, a normal Marvel movie, but as in six episodes. Yeah, it looks um, okay. So it, it looks great. What? Sorry, it looks okay. It looks, okay. It looks all right. I wasn't wowed. Were you not? I wasn't wowed by it. I just thought it looked okay. Really? Yeah, it just looked. It looked. It looked fine. I'm yeah. sure it'd be great, but it, it just looked fine. I wasn't thinking, crikey, hope that's out soon. I'm just like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it when it comes out. I'm shaking my head. You can't see. I can't see, but I can imagine you rolling your eyes and shaking yeah. your head. But, uh, uh, massively rolling my eyes have <coughs> spun back into my head. Yeah. Oh, on, on that note, I finished um, Agents of Shield. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Just thought I'd let you know. Toby, what did you think of the? <coughs> Sorry, what did I think of? All of them. I, re- I mean, Fast and Furious. You know, <laughs> I know, I know what it's going to be like. Um, but I'll still probably go and watch it. Uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon look really, really good. Um, the that's better. M Shyamalan. What's his name? M Night Shyamalan. Sh- Shyamalan. That one looked good as well, but creepy, but good. Um, uh, what was the other one I watched? I watched the other one as well. Can't remember now. Nobody. Uh, yes. Yeah, I watched that as well. That looked quite good as well. Hmm. So uh, yeah, good. Good I mean, the best one was the uh, advert for Amazon Alexa, to be honest. I think that was, oh, I didn't that was oh, I didn't the see best that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, scroll down the Empire page that's linked on the Monday Movies Facebook page and watch the Amazon Alexa ad, which was very funny, as was the electric car, uh, the electric Cadillac, which is basically Edward Scissorhands, his son, um, <laughs> right, called Edgar okay. Scissorhands, played by Timothée Chalamet, and Winona Ryder reprising her role that she played in Edwards's hands. That's very funny as well. Oh, but the Amazon Alexa one is the funniest of the ads. Definitely. I shall have to watch yeah. it. But I look forward to seeing the advert for <laughs> Cheeky Mr. Pooh. Cheeky Mr. Pooh looks uh, good. Three minutes long. You, yeah. you know, download it now. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I'm going to watch that tonight. Flush it into your uh, feed now. Yeah, nicely done. Yeah, thank you very much. But um, not, <laughs> not a huge amount of trailers. Like we say, normally after a Super Bowl, there's like... You know, ten or twelve massive things. Yeah, I, I mean, there was not. I mean, Fast and Furious <coughs> is is big, but you know, normally it's like you know, Star Wars. You know, The Force Awakens. That was where it was first shown. Mm. But yeah, this year it was a bit like it's a little bit meh. meh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. apart from Winter Soldier, I think I'd seen all those trailers before anyway. So yeah. it was like there's nothing new really premiering there. It's no. very disappointing. But then no one knows what's going on, so I don't blame them. No, no one knows what's going on, do they? Nobody, Nobody knows. knows. Well, there we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Does anyone, does uh, anyone else have anything to add? Uh, no, I think um, I'm kind of done. Toby, yeah. anything from you? Um, I've seen um, most of Queen's Gambit, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah, your thoughts? Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's a bit weird, a bit different. Not something I'd normally watch, but, um, yeah, I, I kind of like it. I think it's good. I think uh, I'm and... seven episodes in or something, six episodes in. And you quite like White Tiger from two weeks ago. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked of course, that. yeah. Oh, you really um, liked it? Okay. Yeah, thought it was really, really good, really powerful mm. film. Um, it's not... I, I did really enjoy it, but it's not something I'd watch again tomorrow, if you know what I mean. Mm. But it's uh, I did I did thoroughly enjoy it. What did you think? Yes, I loved it. I thought it was really really good. Yeah. Very was good. good. Luke, Luke was a little less. He liked it, didn't you, Luke? But not quite. Yeah, I liked it, but but it was okay. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Again, I wouldn't go back and watch it tomorrow. No, mm. if it was Marvel's White Tiger, he would be there like a shot. <clears throat> does sound like a Marvel character, doesn't it? The White Tiger. Could be. It probably is one. Could be, yeah. Oh, could be. There's hundreds of them, isn't there? 
There's hundreds of them. Yeah, yeah. there's hundreds of them. Uh, yeah. And what was the one last week you didn't watch last week's? Did you, Toby? I can't remember. What did we watch last uh, week? What was it? The Dig. No, no. That's I right. Know. No, The Dig. That was good as well. It was, yeah. yeah. Was Slightly pretty. different to White Tiger. Um, yeah, yeah, the opposite end of the scale, but uh, yeah, still good. Excellent. And next week, it's Tom Hanks in the News of the World. News of the World. News of the World. Can we not get that music up now so we can hear how the jam actually sang? Hang on. Hang on. Please hold. Your call <coughs> is important. Or do we not have News of the World? It's probably the one yeah, jam track we haven't got. Then, exp- then just imagine clapping, and then and then Dara O'Brien uh, starts uh, talking. Sorry, do your version again. News of the world. No. News of no, the world. No. 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 News of the world. News, news of, of the, the world. world. Yeah, you're you're do, you're elongating that news, and there's no need to. Sorry. It's news of the world. News of the world. News of the world. Yeah, that's news it. The- try again. <laughs> try again, Luke. <laughs> News of the world. That's better. It sounds there you like go. I'm talking about. It sounds like that film again. From, it was all set in London. The gentleman. The, the yeah, gentleman. Yeah, Who's at the world? Uh, yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to sound like, isn't it? You know, they are. Ge- yeah, geese is going to geese. Geese is going to geese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, got that story. Do it one more time, Luke. News of the world. There you go. He got it. Well done. There we go. I got Sing. it. <sighs> I could be a singing teacher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and on that note. And on that note. <laughs> okay, exactly. <laughs> Which note is that? C major. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I can't think of any more. So, yeah. Steve Majors. He was a six million dollar man. <laughs> oh no, he wasn't. That was Lee. Ma- that was Lee Majors played him. It was Steve Austin. Uh, even, yeah. even more. Yeah, of a... yeah. I got my character and my actor mixed up. Yeah, sorry about that. Do you want to tell Toby your um? It's joke of the week time. Uh, mm. Do you want to tell Toby your joke from earlier on? Uh, after I remember, there was there and was the, a couple, wasn't there? Uh, Oh yeah, so Toby, you get to decide if it's either okay. or a... Okay. okay. So there was uh, strong winds in Wickham today, uh, Toby, and right. the roof was blown off of the local cheese factory up in um, oh, Cressex. Yeah. Uh, th- there was debris everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that one before, so that's going to get a... Trump Hill drums. Um, okay, I've got one for you. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, I changed the bed into a trampoline. Mm-hmm. The wife wasn't very happy. She hit the roof. <laughs> oh, he gets that. Like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. That was good. To- Toby. Because that wasn't original. Toby. That wasn't a debris joke. Toby. Yeah. Have I told you about the time I tied my shoelaces with just the power of my mind? No. Thought not. Whee, that was good. Thank you very much. Nice. Thank you very much. Oh, did you know? If, if, did you know that ants don't need uh, the COVID vaccine? Why is that? Apparently, they've got plenty of antibodies. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Also, Toby, on, was, on, oh, while we're still talking about COVID, apparently, if you have somebody come round your house to look at your Hoover. Uh, you, you <laughs> are, as you do, yeah. That that counts. Uh, yeah, that that that. That, that's a... Start again. Start again. Start, you ruined. Hang on. I've lost ruined that. it. Start I can't remember how the opening that, line goes. Remix. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. You know. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. So I've got some bloke looking at my Hoover. Hang on. <laughs> that sounds weird. I can't remember how the first line of it goes. If somebody comes, 
around to look at your hoover your that's all right forget it duncan yeah. out you go go outside hang on no, you've ruined hang it. on now i'm gonna find gonna no, hang on i'm gonna find out what the line should have been hang on just just quickly what well, this is this is my friend told me this and this is really bad okay mm -hmm. like okay. as in like yeah. very harsh joke mm -hmm. you ready oh okay yeah you ready yeah <laughs> how'd you get <laughs> okay, the wrong one. <laughs> uh, okay, that's how you get. That's how you get me out of bed. To be honest, uh, apparently, yeah, please chop that out, please. <laughs> Toby, apparently, yeah. Yeah, if people Hoover. look at your Hoover, right. you can protect yourself from COVID. I've had my vaccine this morning. We. Do, do, do you want one final um, musical one? Okay. A oh, music God, one, just for you, um, Toby. Just a second. Uh, I had the band, you know the band The Verve? Yep. I had, mm, I had them round, we me. had them round the other day for a fancy meal. I, oh, I, cooked them, I cooked them seafood with lemon and honey. It was a bittersweet shrimp for tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no, I, I guessed the punchline beforehand. Oh. Anyway, there you go. Hang on, let's ask... Let's, you know what we should do? We should let's ask Colin because he is the he's Mr. Comedy, isn't he? He is, yeah. Yes. Colin, uh what did you think of uh Duncan's jokes? Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you think about Toby's jokes? Uh, I like the sound of that. Oh. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Not biased at all, is he? This is painful. Yeah, all right, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <sighs> okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. Another week. Uh, down. We'll be back same time, same place. Bit same ram podcast. Bit ramshackle this week, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, that's all right. That's, that's right. what people come to expect. Do you think people care? Okay, let's go then. Well, right. You know, when people are on the on the way into work, you know, they don't want serious stuff. They want something to. They don't want you know, Lose their mind. They don't want professional no, 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 slick, no. do they? They want ramshackle no, they and want bumbling. Some... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good. Well, we've given them that. Goodbye. Exactly. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ta-ra. Au revoir. Bye bye. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>